Peacock, a male peafowl with long feathers that can be expanded in display like a fan. Peacock, to display oneself ostentatiously, strut like a peacock. Peacock, an imaginary friend of a dumb child, and now mascot for an incredibly niche podcast dedicated to pro wrestling, movies, and pro wrestling movies. That's right, it's time for the 2018 Peacock Awards. Whether it could slice Stallone, roof race through an old-timey New York, Oscar winner Ruth Gordon, mud wrestling, or the heroes of wrestling being neither heroes nor wrestlers, the boys have kept their heads held high to bring you Three-Way Theatre. Hey guys, I'm hey, Mike Pava. I'm Lumber Jake. And I'm JC. That's right, and we are Three Way Theater. Hey everyone. Welcome to the Peakies. Oh, oh it's man. time, man. Yeah, I can barely hear myself over this raucous crowd. What They're a, just loving it. What a fantastic it. night. They love us. Yeah, I love the uh, I love our new voiceover specialist. Yeah, I mean he was the same one from last year's Peakies. Yeah, but you know, I'm just happy that stupid Charleston's dead. I mean he had a massive heart attack. Yeah. So you know, sad. he had a good run. He, uh, that was actually what killed him. He was having a run. Yeah, yeah, having a run. He was having a yog. Fell on the ground. <laughs> oh, I thought it was having to read our copy was what caused his downfall. Well, yeah. it accelerated his heart problems. He's like, what is this trident shit? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but he, he died doing what he loved. Hating us. Hating us and uh, jogging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Well, usually around here we uh, review pro wrestling movies and pro wrestling movies. But today we are reviewing the best of these pro wrestling movies. <laughs> I'd call it a celebration. So, oh, sorry, pro, oh, wrestling. pro wrestling movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's not a review. It's a celebration it of is, the year. It, it is a celebration. Yeah. It's a celebration of life. Yeah, it's a celebration of life. It's <laughs> a walk death. of life. Oh, yeah, walk of life. Yeah. Um, it's episode 36, the 2018 Peacock Awards. Wow. I can't believe we've made it this far, guys. I can't believe it either. I mean, if we were on like uh, terrestrial radio or if like we would be canceled, we'd be fired. Oh, we, yeah. you know. But this, this, we're here at the third yeah. annual Peacock Awards. We are, <laughs> yep. We're self-funded, so we can pretty much do whatever we want. Whatever we want. Yeah. Despite Even call all this the third annual when it's not. <laughs> I mean, no, but it is. Totally. Despite all annual. of our many unofficial sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a couple of cease and desists. Yeah. We had a, yeah. But they're unofficial. Yeah. Unofficial, unofficial yeah. cease and desists. Yeah. They're officially unofficial, <laughs> Yeah, to be technical about it. So, but, uh, yeah, here we are. So, here we are. The, um, so, we have some of the <laughs> categories put together. Ten We've categories. Ten, ten big, big categories. Count them, baby. I counted them. Ten. <laughs> one time I came up eight. One time I came up 12. But, you know, it's mostly ten. <laughs> uh-huh. Averages out. Yeah. yeah. The law of averages yeah. apply. So, so who uh, who do we have for our first presenter? Uh, wait a minute. 
Oh, Hold on. Oh, wait. <laughs> Stop right there. I oh. mean, the Peacock Awards, first of all, Lumberjake, it's a variety show. It's not it, just yes. a review. It's not just a, a review or a celebration. No, I mean, you know, usually on these big award shows, you uh-huh. know, there's this really cool, like, yeah. opening number. For sure. Uh, we, you know, we did our monologue. That's what, that's what we just did there. Now <laughs> that, we're gonna, was, that was a monologue? Yeah, yeah. We're going <laughs> to throw it to Lumberjake. Well, Mike Pava has mono. So that oh, was his log. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. He's mm-hmm. logging in his motto. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, last year, uh huh, our pal Lumberjake graced us with a beautiful song. He did a medley. A, a beautiful, beautiful rendition of many of our favorites and uh, threw his little spin on it. Of course. And it was very highly... Uh, it was one of whoa, wait, uh, whoa, what? I mean, criticized. I mean, critically acclaimed. Oh, oh is that what you much meant? Different. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. two different things. Um, yeah, no, it was uh, it was very critically acclaimed. Yes, and one of the things that we were asked about most on Twitter and um, some messages that I received were, "Is Lumberjake going to do another one of these?" No. Oh, oh. well, that's, psych. That's, oh, <laughs> you fooled us. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here we go, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, the three-way theater, Peaky Medley. Hey, dude, made Captain mad. How'd this poor ranch afford a wrestler? I think they should have hired Black Bart. Then you can start to pay them better. Pricks lie getting paid. Pricks lie getting paid. You know, the more his brother wrestles, the more pricks lies getting paid. I know a man, he came from Hell's Kitchen. He wants his brother's woman and will stop bitching. He said to Punchy, I need my space. Neighbor yelled at him, he's gonna punch your face. Scooby Dooby Doo. Deja vu. I know I did this song last year. We'll do a different one. Don't fret, son. We'll probably do the Jetsons. I wake up and I'll jot it down. I had enough. Every week's a new town. And this show always hits you in the feels. Syndication sold episode in bunches to see whose body I steal. Dr. Samuel Beckett, Al's inventing a time travel machine. Last episode might as well have ended as a dream. 
Ah, the fans are all steamed. Ah, might as well leave. Oh boy, that's leave. Hashimoto's head hangs lowly, Nami slowly changing. The explosion caused skin erosion. Why is she now a mermaid? But the breast that he sees isn't she family? Are they inbred? Is that what she said? Wait, now they're fighting for her gills and her tail while she crawls like a snail in your head, in your head. Her weird crying crawls out of bed, wants to be dead. Name, 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 a, a kidnapping subplot. Now in a clay pot, zombie, mermaid, zombie, mermaid, a, a. Wow! Woo! Yeah! Man, and all those backup dancers oh and the God. fucking fireworks, that was amazing! That was pretty damn impressive. It makes me wish we had a video element. I mean, yes, but that's why we sell tickets and that's why we're sold out tonight. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you want to see this, you got to be here live. That's right, and, and actually, Kevin Castro's late. Name He's drop. taking his yeah. seat right okay. now. Hey, Kevin Whoa, Kevin Castro! Hey! Right. Hey. Yeah, what's oh. that white powder on his nose? Oh. I'm the shit. <laughs> no, I'm sure those panties were dry. Nose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, he said he's not bitter. Oh. He's not? That's what he said. No. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, oh, he's eating. Take a seat. Take he's, a seat. He's eating powdered donuts. Oh. Oh, oh for oh. the munchkins. Yeah. Well, yes. Oh. You were nice enough to get munchkins for the for entire audience. For the entire audience. audience. Mm-hmm. Everyone mm-hmm. check under your chairs. Oh. One munchkin. You get a munchkin. You get a munchkin. You just, get a just munchkin. Just the one munchkin. Yeah. Well, some of them are half munchkins. Yeah, that's true. Got hungry on the way. <laughs> well... Good job, Lumberjake. Holy job. crap, that was fantastic. That's you know why what? they call me the Todd Pettengill of three-way theater. They sure do. <laughs> they unfortunately do. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to say it. I think you topped last year. I uh-huh. agree. I definitely agree. Good job, Lumberjake. Can't wait to see what you're going to do next year. Oh, uh-huh, no. Yep, the pressure's <laughs> really going to be on. I'm going to have to do another backflip. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Nobody um, saw it, though. No, no, nobody saw that. Well, boys, let's go ahead and kick things off All right. with um, an award that we have celebrated on each and every Peacock Award since we started all those years ago. And also uh, in memory of the original most hated man oh, in three-way theater history. It's M. The, Harry Smilak It's the Award. M. Harry Smilak Award for least likable character. That's right, baby. Oh, uh, my now, God. if you remember, you can go back, and I, I don't recommend that you do, but if you do, you will see that M. Harry Smilak in the very first episode of Three-Way Theater was our most hated 
character. Yes. And it is lived through in an in memoriam of that. I mean, it's pretty impressive that in episode one, uh-huh. our very first episode, we found somebody so miserable mm-hmm. and so hated as M. Harry Smilak. I mean, just just to show how much we hated M. Harry Smilak. <laughs> okay. Take a listen. Fuck body slam. <laughs> Fuck you, Dirk Benedict. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you, M. Harry Smilak. Fuck you, you piece of shit. Smilak <laughs> motherfucker. Fuck quick, right. Rick. Fuck right. you. Captain right. Lou, I hope you fucking die. <gasps> Man. That was episode one. Episode that was the one. first episode ever. And odds are, you never listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really new to you. Hey. Oh, well, you know, uh, M. Harry Smilak... Uh, of course, integral in uh, theory theater history. Yes, I he mean he was the original reference to a peacock. He sure was. He was. He brought the peacock to three way theater, wow. and JC didn't even mention anything about his peacock. <laughs> right, then. we didn't hear anything about the peacock till <laughs> several episodes. episodes later. Um, I don't know if that's that is true. Is that a, true? Yeah, it wasn't until Wrestle Madness. It was my secret shame. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to bring up that. Now it's your public shame. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the nominees for. The M. Harry Smilak Award for Least Likable. We have uh, good old Betty Gilpin playing Debbie from Glow. Now, I think we should talk about yeah, these. So, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Betty, of course, uh, very ups and up and down with her. She's hot and cold. She's yes and she's no. You know, she's... <laughs> you know, the, the, the big switch about this is uh, Ruth was actually nominated for Least Likable Character last year. Interesting, that's and right. Now her counterpart, Betty... Or her counterpart Debbie, rather, right. is uh, is now nominated because of uh, doing cocaine. Well, she's having a rough time, and I think it was a, a purposeful thing to parallel that um, Liberty Ruth's leg. Yeah, yeah. Well, Liberty Bell, the character, is the big baby face of anyway. the show, mm-hmm. and then Debbie in real life as this character is having a downward spiral, and she becomes kind of the villain. Yeah. So I think that's a very deliberate thing. And, of course, they made amends at the end of the season. And I think next year, you know. You think next year we'll get the full heel turn? No, I think this is you her redemption. is it. That was I her think, turnaround. I think their, their blow up and obviously the broken leg and coming back together at the end of the season, I think they're going to be on the track to being best friends. Well, again. that remains to be seen. Now, and what happens when she fucks Russell? Ooh. That's gonna happen. Don't see? it's going see? to happen. Don't send those ideas to Netflix. Do not <laughs> do that. I don't want to see that. Who was our no- who was our next nominee? Our next nominee. It was the uh, first episode we did of the new year. Cosmo Carboni, Sylvester Stallone, and Paradise Alley. Oh, now, geez, Louise. A lot of times in this category, uh-huh. we find our main character of yep. the story being the most like dislikable. Yes. So, I mean, what does that say? It tells you how the writers, the directors, the producers of these films feel about wrestling. Well, here's the thing. He wasn't necessarily a wrestler, though. I just mean that the lead character, the protagonist, it's a wrestling movie. They look at these protagonists and they're like, well, they're wrestling fans or they're wrestlers or whatever. They're wrestling, just making the scum of the yeah, earth. Managers. Like, fuck, but, man. Sylvester Stallone, I don't think his uh, all of his indiscretions can be overlooked from having sex with this one loves him and then saying she's not wi- uh, wife material because she's a whore. Um, <laughs> 
dragged. He got her a speedometer for the side of her bed. Oh, my God. Big Glory jumped in the river, and he didn't, didn't save do anything him. to say. The fucking monkey. The monkey abuse. The uh, taking advantage of his brother, trying to have sex with his other brother's wife. Yeah. His ex-girlfriend, rather. You know, it's It's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Some heavy hitters so far. Right. Well, they get bigger because uh, the next nominee was a power couple, Triple H and Stephanie oh McMahon in WWE and Scooby-Doo Curse of the Speed Demon. Yes. Now, of course, now, if you're listening to the Peakies here, we would have hoped that you would have at least listened to our previous episodes. I hope so. So there's going to be a lot of spoilers here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. So <laughs> Stephanie McMahon and Triple H, uh, spoiler alert, are the villains in this movie. Here's the but here's what is the weird thing. They were in the lead of every single race, <laughs> didn't need <laughs> to do anything that they did. They say that they did it so they could win the races, but they, they had already, already won all They were winning races. every single race. What the fuck? It was just such a dick move. Man, it's it's it's, it's aggressively evil. Yes. You were already winning. Why are you creating the speed demon? Yeah. Yeah, it made absolutely no sense. And the speed demon happened to be Triple H and Stephanie in a bear suit. And <laughs> while they one of them was still driving the other car. Well, don't forget about animatronic. Wait, wasn't uh, the bear from the first one? Wasn't that the first Scooby-Doo? Wasn't the speed demon? Oh, yeah, demon yeah the speed different? demon was something different, yeah. <laughs> no, but we're, they're blending together. They, but that, they was are. Our, that was our first sequel, too. Yeah. So that was pretty connective tissue. But, um, yeah, no, Triple H and Stephanie, big old dicks. Jerks. Um, speaking of jerks... Um, Going away from uh, fictional films, we're jumping over into the best in show realm uh, as one of the nominees, Mr. Dan Spivey. Yeah. Dangerous Danny Spivey. You know, I... <laughs> this is a hotly debated um, nomination here. Um, you know, Danny Spivey, I can understand specifically from this one match why <laughs> he would be so hated. From doing big moves with little psychology or care to squashing Ricky Morton dead. I think people who grew up watching Dan Spivey have a different opinion than those who didn't. Discover him now. And those who see him now and see it for what it is in no kind of context except for a match against Ricky Morton. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I can understand. And I think it should be said that here on Three Way Theater, for, for the three of us, we hold no ill will towards Mr. Spivey. No, no way. So Todd if Harris you does. happen to stumble upon this show and hear the trash talking, just know that we, big fans. Yeah, we love Waylon Mercy, Spivey. fantastic. Yeah, best. Um, but Lives are going to be in your hands. <laughs> you're right. You know, any any issues you may have, please reach out to Todd Harris. That's right. Yeah. Um, so our final nominee, uh, it was Big Episode 30, our documentary watch along, Mr. Roland Alexander. Now, Roland is nominated for, I'd say, taking uh, certain liberties, liberties with his um, payout as far as his wrestlers <laughs> well, go. Well, it's really, uh, first of all, taking, he's going to get 10% of Mike Modest and Tony Jones' contracts if they get signed. Like for life, basically. 10%. Yeah. yeah. Pretty fucking, uh, pretty hefty. As well as saying i'm one of the better payout guys in the business and then the hot cut and then just jump cut to tony jones going sometimes you get paid and a lot of nights you don't you know it's now i think maybe in in recent years with the the revelations of how fabulous moolah had kind of taken advantage of the women's wrestlers that she trained and brought up 
this seems to be a more common practice than you'd realize, but it was really that light was like kind of spotlight shown down on Roland Alexander and beyond the mat. Mm-hmm. And I love the one where he's um he's asking the guys, "Do you follow nutrition at all?" While he's sipping on his diet coke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did he pass away? Did Roland? Uh, yeah, he died a couple years ago. It's too bad. Um, well. I guess let's see where he falls on the list. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That'd be really bad, but uh, yeah, you know. So, with uh, 15% of the vote, it's a tie. For first? No, this is third okay. place. All right. third runner. It's our runner-up. Uh, 15% tie, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Tied. And Roland Alexander. Oh, promoters getting the gold tie <laughs> up. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in second place, with 23% of the Ooh. vote... Dan Spivey. Wow. wow. And 38% of the vote in first place. Betty Gilpin. Wow. Debbie on Glow Season wow. 2. Congratulations. Uh, Betty Gilpin could not be here. No. She could not. Accepting in her place is Lumberjay. What? <laughs> Thank you, everyone. You got you gonna keep that peaky for yourself? Yeah. Um, without all of you guys, I wouldn't be as hated as I am. <laughs> <laughs> this is for you, Betty. <laughs> now uh, this this might not be the last time time we see Betty it tonight. It may not as be. she is nominated for um, another category. And it may not be the last time you see me accept an award <laughs> for someone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, um, you know, even though they're least likable. There's still a separate category that we have out there for the Peacock Awards, which is the best douchebag. Ah, the biggest douchebag of the year. So, yeah, it's kind of one of those things where they're the villain of the film. Yeah. Um, they're the antagonist to our protagonist. And it doesn't necessarily mean they were least likable, but they're the bad guys. Hey, yo. Oh, hey. Hey, bad guy. Can't believe Scott Hall is here. Hey, go. Oh, he's oh. got to go. <laughs> See ya. Bye. That was nice. <laughs> that was very nice of him. I mean, he just ran up on the stage. Yeah, Kanye Wested us. <laughs> is that still topical? Um, on three-way theater, yes. Yep. Yes, it is. All right, so let's take a look at the nominees. We have the Lout Brothers. Oh. From uh, our Rugrats. It was our um, Snick episode. Yes, yep. from Ren and Stimpy. The Lout Brothers, Lump and Loaf. <laughs> Um, I love them. I love how they're uh, they're great promos, <laughs> and they're not only they have great look among they're with, they're giant, they're huge muscular men that could crush you in their pecs. <laughs> well, you know they say that the hero is only as good as its villain, and for Ren and Stimpy, the Lout Brothers were pretty damn good villains, and they would do business in the end. They they right. knew how to do they their, knew what was they up. did the job. They mm-hmm. were fine with it. Good stuff. Uh, the next nominee. From Oh My Zombie Mermaid. Oh, shit. Ichijo. Oh, Ichijo. Is he evil? Is he not? Who can tell? <laughs> I mean, to me, he's a hero. But I get why you all think differently. Now, would a hero jam his heel into a zombie mermaid's stomach and just drive it down there and make her scream in pain? Like this? <laughs> <laughs> Creepy. Can't believe we got the zombie mermaid. I know. Could have got um, listen, you may think that's a villainous thing, but when he's avenging his dead brother, I'd say he's a hero. But his brother turned into a monster or something. Allegedly. We don't know the story <laughs> on that. <laughs> um, all right. So then we have a nominee on uh, Glow Season 2, uh, Ruth Wilder, playing uh, by Alison Brie. For uh, Biggest Douchebag? Yeah. 
No. No, no, wait. No. <laughs> Just kidding. LOL. Uh, good one, JC. I believe it was Tom Grant. Tom Grant. Yes, that's Glow. true. That's true. The sexually assaulting, uh, creepy perv <laughs> of a producer. Yeah, let's let's throw the victim into the biggest <laughs> yeah, douchebag. Yeah, hashtag <laughs> me too. <laughs> douchebag because she left. <laughs> she should have said yes. <laughs> He was running her a bath. She could have just <laughs> running her. <laughs> it's such a like. It's a creepy like the casting couch thing, but it's really impressive when you're running them a bath. Yeah, yeah he's like, I want you to pretend you're a zombie mermaid. <laughs> like, I have bath bombs. <laughs> uh, but yes, Tom Grant, <laughs> the executive from season two, piece of shit. Not only did he sex try to sexually assault uh, Ruth, but he also canceled Glow. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like they s- just sent them packing. Yeah, and they have to keep and they yeah they're not allowed to go on any other TV stations mm-hmm. or whatever. Like I guess really he he's bigger douchebag than could have imagined. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the next nominees another tag team, the Psycho Twins. Oh, for the uh, ever popular Psycho Twins from Full Family Matters. Family Matters are TGITWT episode. Yep. Yes, and they also the show is about family matters and it also gives you the message that family matters. <laughs> right. And you might wonder why are these guys the douchebags, right? Yeah. But um I mean we established that Urkel's a psychopath. Yes. Yes, he's a psycho individual, let alone a psycho twin. <laughs> right. Um when he drugged the 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 actual psycho twins. Yes, with his snooze juice. <laughs> that motherfucker. And then uh yeah, he invited himself along to the wrestling match. And then they uh, were the they were the bad guys, right? They came out wearing in like they the were the heels of the match with the yeah. Sabu uh, gurneys and nurses and yes. shit. But not only that, but they're also like Urkel breaks kayfabe, lets people know that Carl's a car a cop. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> right in the middle dick. of the match. Like, come on, Urkel, what the fuck? Um, and our final nominee um, from Paradise Alley. Frankie the Thumper there? Ah, the evil Frankie the Thumper. The possible Nazi escaping. Oh, oh it punches overbearing mother in her nice, beautiful face. <laughs> and he was uh, played by the wonderful TWT all-star Terry, Terry Funk. Funk. He's been in uh, almost a lot of episodes for He's us. He's been in possibly the most episodes. He's getting up there. He's an all-star. He is definitely an all-star. Him, Roddy Piper, and uh, like a couple other guys, like the uh, Pete. Uh, what is it, Pete Marquez or something? It's oh yeah, that one guy that's always reffing. Jesse. That's true. Yeah. Um, I I need to ask you guys after who you actually voted for. I forgot to ask on the last one, but I was curious. What was the last one? That was the uh, Smilak Award there for least likable. Who you guys? Had I picked. believe I voted for Betty for least likable. As well. Likeable. Interesting. Who'd you vote for? I inv- voted for Trip and Steph. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's get back into the douchebag. So, with uh, in third with zero percent of the votes, <laughs> uh, that was the Psycho Twins and the Loud Brothers. <laughs> uh-huh. They received okay. no votes. Okay. None. Um, in second place was a tie, fifteen percent each. Frankie the Thumper and Ichijo. Okay. And. With seventy percent of the vote, wow, Tom Grant. Wow, yep. I, uh, I I did vote for Tom Grant. Mm. Um, yeah, I did as well. Even though I forgot who was being nominated a couple yeah. minutes ago, <laughs> uh, it's memory wow. issues. It's Mikey fine. voted for 70%. the Loud Brothers. Percent. Seventy percent of the <laughs> Mikey did not vote for the Loud Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody voted for the Loud Brothers. Maybe they just thought they were too good of guys. They were good guys. Yeah. Um, 
I, I mean, landslide. Landslide. landslide <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, so the, the opposite of the douchebag is our best sweetie. 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 And uh, let's go ahead and take a look at our nominees. For our best sweetie of the year, which of course is our good guy of the year or baby face of the year, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you know, some people call them baby faces, some people call them fan favorites. Here in 3 Theater, we call them sweeties. Yeah. Uh, So our first nominee is uh, Kid Salami. Oh, Kid Salami. From Paradise Alley. I loved him. He was such a sweet guy. He was a great dude. He was a hard worker. He, uh, He just wanted to carry ice and he just wanted to live a nice life. He wanted to be uh with his with his nice little asian wife mm. yeah he was he Cosmo was, just, was such a dick to him and he just still like he, he just, still he was, loved his it was brother. His brother he's like you know what? that's my bro he won uh he won a arm wrestling contest at a specific time because that was his birthday oh what a sweetie it's he's a, a sweetie. sweetie uh the next nominee is azul atomico azul azul, azul atomico from Atomic Blue. So he's mainly a sweetie in title only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could have got a least likable nomination. Yeah, for he sure. could have been up there. Um, if you recall him calling a, his little kid fr- fan over that he was, he's like, oh, it's okay, I forgive you. And then he threw him on the ground and kicked him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he man. did go back and save the, save the day. Begrudgingly. Yeah, yeah, he didn't <laughs> want to. What a sweetie. Such yeah. a sweetie. Such a sweetie. Speaking of sweeties, what about Ruth Gordon playing Muggsy yes. in Muggsy's Girls? Another fucking, another sweet, sweet woman. Man. She was, she you was, know, she was drugged up. She was horny. <laughs> she just wanted to get laid. And she did. She, she, she did. sure did. Over and over. <laughs> over and over again. Uh, what a sweetie. <laughs> she was a sweetie. The next nominee, uh, the pickle pretzel maker. Uh, uh, pretzel maker, uh, pretzel, pretzel maker, maker pickles. pickles. Yeah, there you go. That's From his Rugrats. Listen, old he, Rugrats. He had he had his fans. He Those had, old ladies loved the pretzel maker. And not only that, when his grandkids got in the ring and they were in danger, he he fucking quit right then and there. Yeah, but it took a long time for him to realize the kids were in danger. He is an old man. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he should not be asked to babysit anymore. And those kids <laughs> those kids just get into mischief. They, they do. They do get into mischief. I've never seen them not. Imagine the episode where the parents keep going like, "Nope, nope, sit down here." Do you um do you say mischievous or mischievous? Mischievous. Mischievous. I think you're just being a contrarian right <laughs> now, Lumberjake. No, and I spell color with an e. <laughs> Don't you mean with a u? Both. <laughs> Alright. Our, our last nominee. What a sweetie. What a sweetie is uh Shinya Hashimoto. Yes. In Oh My Zombie Mermaid. I mean he was basically playing himself as Hashimoto. Yeah, yeah the coolest guy in the room. Cool. Uh-huh. Dude. So cool. And uh, you know, he was having a nice fun party until it got crashed and his house got exploded. And, you know, I thought he was a great guy. He he battled all those people. He uh he saved his wife, kind of. He did what he had to do. He did yeah. what he had to do. He did save his wife, kind of. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, it's she's true. still a mermaid, but mm-hmm. less of a zombie mermaid and more of a normal mermaid. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Oh, man. What a sweetie. What, so what a, a sweetie. What a sweetie. Uh, so let's take a look here. Um, with 0% of oh, the vote. Zero okay. votes. In third place, Azul Atomico. I think yep. you should just omit whenever there's... No, I need... I, there's, there, it, it needs to be... I mean, you could just say... No, no it I want to know who's third, the, second, and yeah, first I know, but you don't have to say zero votes. Oh, no, I need to let people know nobody, nobody liked Azul Atomico. Atomico was a sweetie. 
Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Not even you, because you didn't vote for him. With 21% of the vote, it was a tie. Muggsy and Shinya Hashimoto. Okay. Okay. And in first place, another tie, 29% of the vote each for Pretzel Maker Pickles and Kid Salami. Wow. wow. I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why they won. Uh-huh. Yep. Wow. Uh, yeah. I had voted for Muggsy. Okay. I, too, voted for Muggsy. I also voted for Muggsy. Wow. Um, Muggsy was a babe. Yeah, I absolutely <laughs> agree with that. She was a yeah. sweetie. I mean, we clearly all did not vote for Azul Atomico. Nope, nope. Uh, good for uh, congratulations to Kid Salami. Yeah, and I'm glad. Pretzel maker pickles. I'm glad that Kid Salami finally got his due. Me too. Me too. After Cosmo cost him so much, it's about time. Yeah, it's long overdue. All right, unfortunately, guys. he's long dead. Oh. It took place in the 30s. Yeah, no, he definitely no. It was the 40s, but either way, he's dead. <laughs> I mean, either way, we can all agree he's no longer with us. Um, now, guys, I want to talk to you about bodies. Ooh, who's sexy? Who's got the best bod? Cartoon page. Yeah, we. Mm, that was a uh, a very big it was omission. It was, that's um that's about just as big of an oversight as uh, last Marissa year's Tomei. best. Yes, so you during know. her best body award, man. Yes, we how ha- you know we evolved here on Three Way Theater. Originally, we were best tits. Yeah, and, and you uh, know. We've, we've evolved. Yeah. It's 2018. Well, considering men have mostly won our best tits <laughs> category. Yeah. So might as well just make it best bod. Yeah, just make it all around best bod because sometimes they got the buns. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> Everyone loves a good bun. <laughs> Mikey loves a good belly, uh-huh. good yeah. stomach. Yep. And, uh, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Earlobes, hot. <laughs> you know. JC's big into earlobes. <laughs> You're into the lobes? I love you, some lobes. That's why Leslie loves Lisa Lobe. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I love little tickle lobes. I know what I'm saying. Do you like a attached or detached lobe? <sighs> Man. Well, he doesn't like a circumcised lobe. <laughs> I preferably attached. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, if they're detached, you know. Attached or detached. Mm, got some gauges in them lobes. It's the difference between an A cup and a D cup. <laughs> You know, it's kind of like a pure snipple when you got a big gauge in your ear. Mm. Yeah, you know. Interesting. It's like rain on your wedding day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's uh let's crack this open with our nominees for best bod. Yeah. We have the ninth wonder of the world, China. At WrestleMania Act Seven. Act seven. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she was just coming off a of Playboy, is that right? Yeah, at that she time? this she, is like in her Wonder China. Woman costume. Two thousand yeah. 2001, she was just yeah, peak on fire. China. Peak China. She was everywhere. Yeah. It's all over the place. Um, next nominee we have from WCW Beach Blast. A perennial contender <sighs> in this category. Missy Hyatt. Missy Misdemeanor Hyatt. I think I know which, <laughs> which who you voted for in this category. I mean, category. we, listen, Missy's. Bound, 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 bound. Now, are we <laughs> nominating her for Beach Blast or for. Uh, uh, the ECW show. Both. I guess. Yeah. I guess we kind of wait. Oh, was she at that ECW? She was at the final ECW. Oh show. Remember that God, Jack Victory segment, right. where she was like, "Did I fuck you?" I was really drunk when we did that episode. Yeah. Good times. Um, the next nominee. Both times. <laughs> both times. Next nominee in the list from Glow season two. Once again, Debbie in the Daddy house. Gilbert. Debbie Gilbert. Yeah. 
Hachi Machi. Like, I know she was existentially depressed in that shower scene, but, oh, boy, I feel Nobody like Nobody else was. It was steamy. <laughs> it sure was. Uh, next nominee on the list. Ooh, a real dark horse, but I like him. Ted DiBiase. Ooh, he's <laughs> thick. T-H-I-C-C. He was a late nominee. Thick Biasi here. He thick Biasi. <laughs> He was uh he was the nominee from our referee episode. He was. He which was. Which is which is you know one of the late dark horse contenders. But you know, Dead DiBiase looking thick, looking good. Look, was that a zebra good. fight episode? Was yeah. that like what was that eighty three or eighty four? It was around there. Yeah. yeah, like he was damn good. He was looking good. <laughs> and our final nominee from Oh My Zombie Mermaid, Shinya, Shinya Hashimoto. You know, if I ever looked at a body and said, man. <laughs> That body needs some oral cupping. <laughs> <laughs> it would be Hashimoto. Well, you'll like the next category then. Uh, but <laughs> before we get there, Hashimoto's got this nice, just like this thick, beefy body on him. I mean, just all the girls yeah. want. Well, like, you know, Ted DiBiase's thick, but Hashimoto is like broad. Broad. Yeah. Yeah. He He's a like broad. a broad. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um,. So I'll ask you after who you voted for here, but with 15% of the vote in third place, Ted DiBiase. Wow. Good for him. <laughs> um, with 31% of the vote in second place, Betty Gilpin. Wow. Debbie. What an upset. Wow. Whoever mm-hmm. wins, this is an upset. And in first place with 46% of the vote... Missy, Missy Hyatt. Fucking Hyatt. Missy Hyatt. Missy wow. Hyatt. After being nominated last year, oh she God. picks up the win. The Susan Lucci of the Peakies. <laughs> va, 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 boom. She's been nominated all these years and finally picked up a win. She's always been a winner in my heart. Yeah. Oh, my I, God. I mean, you guys voted for Missy? Oh, I voted for Missy. Missy. I voted for Betty. I yeah. also voted for Betty. I love Missy. And so does our audience. Yeah. Yes. And I, you know, take a second to thank our voters for heading yes. over to threewaytheater.com this year, voting for our Peacock Awards. I think it's nice the fact that the three of us can vote for one person and that person doesn't win. Doesn't so win that, it anymore. So that means that we have some voters out there who aren't us. Yeah, know, which is great. It really makes me think, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, no, we. Uh, it really does make me think, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, but that's great, and I'm super happy for Missy because she was bomb. Yeah. You know what that really makes me think? What the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, well, <laughs> great segue, boys. <laughs> you, you missed it the first two times. I listen. You got you to gotta help me out there. You know, help fine. you out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. We, we, we weren't even subtle. We, we bursted it in there like the Kool-Aid, man. Just... Well, Lumberjake said it first, and then you didn't react, so then I said it, and then you didn't react, uh-huh. and then we both said it. I was thinking about Missy. Oh, I'm sorry. Missy and Roberts from Body Slam? Yeah. <laughs> no, Missy Hyatt with those bazongas, those garbanzas. Congratulations, Missy. Mm. You deserved it. You do. So, the WTF <laughs> moment of the year. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> see Great segue, Jason. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to take those segues that I bought you guys, and I'm just going to throw them out. For Christmas? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's going to be a big surprise, but, you know. Great. There's going to be a big fight before Christmas. Oh, that already happened. It was a great episode. Yeah, we had fun. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our WTF moment of the year. First nominee, 
Undertaker's Puppet Jubilee. Undertaker wants to win so he can open the Undertaker Comedy Theater and and Puppet Puppet Jubilee. Jubilee. Oh my God! That's Taker's dream, man. This is actually Undertaker voicing him, right? And I, I think it was Mikey throughout the movie. Every time Undertaker spit out another, like just crazy dialogue, say the wackiest shit. Like again, I feel like these scriptwriters were just having a good time, and they were like, "Let's just have fun with it. Let's see if we can get Taker to say this." And he does. (laughs) I love that. And not only that, I realized it was in the trailer of the movie too. Yeah, um, I did not realize that, and it still blew my fucking mind when we watched it. Um, now, you have to think The Undertaker was replacing Hulk Hogan, so it was supposed to be Hulk Hogan saying this, I'm assuming. Maybe, but maybe like Undertaker came on, and he was just like, I have one request to be in this movie. My puppet just Jubilee. One. My puppet Jubilee has to be in it. Yes. <laughs> I, I need a plug. That's my head cannon. That's what I'm going with is what okay. he demanded to be in this film. It works for me. Perfect. It really does make you go, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? Um, what the fuck is up with the animal abuse in Paradise Alley? Radar, he's just fighting in underground fights. Sylvester Stallone desperately wants that monkey, and then he just doesn't. Well, I mean, yeah. No, we need to fucking talk about I, this. I'm finishing up my conspiracy <laughs> theory about a fucking Nazi <laughs> conspirator living in Hell's Kitchen, New York. Well, I cannot see that monkey out of my fucking head all tied up. This was sad and depressing because yeah. this monkey was sold into slavery after an arm wrestling competition. You could legitimately see this monkey was... Not taken care of. Not healthy at all. And no. that, and we're not just talking about for the movie. We're talking about in real life. Yeah. That monkey looks malnourished. Yeah. I, and it was really tied up. Yeah. Covered in a sheet. With tape over its fucking mouth. I mean, here's the thing. I think it's very important. Other for, than other than this, like that whole sequence being cut from international because films. Of the because abuse. of the yes. But after the scene where we see that. Cosmo is trying to train to have him be a dancing monkey, and they're on the street, and they're trying to, uh, you know, oh, do this and that, blah blah yeah. blah. Like we never see that. Never monkey see again. the monkey again. So he that, tied him up. That put monkey the sheet back over him. Like that monkey's that monkey's dead. Oh we mentioned God. it already, but it has to be said again. What the fuck? The poor monkey in this movie is treated terribly. He already looks sick, and then next thing you know, he's literally taped to a goddamn beam in Cosmo's house to the point where it was edited out of the Australian and UK versions Ooh. of the movie because of animal abuse. And three-way theater knows a thing or two about monkeys. Yeah. We have a lot of experience with monkeys on the show. I've never seen a monkey treated like that on no. a movie. No. That mm. would never fly in Russell Madness. No, you wouldn't see Mr. Hunk taped to a pole. Nope. No, he'd no. be doing the taping. Yeah, Crystal the Mermaid or Crystal the Monkey would never let that happen. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, it really uh, makes you go, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? Well, speaking of what the fuck, the live, the real stunt work performed by Candace Cameron <laughs> Bure in Fuller House. DJ turns around, realizes that it's her son. And they got they found a fucking stunt double looks no, exactly nope, nope, nope. like DJ. The fucking stunt double was on set and ready to do the moves. Candace Cameron Bure Beret. Beret. <laughs> uh, she was. Uh, she basically demanded that she wanted to do all her own stunts. That's amazing, and she did 
fantastic. She did. I don't believe that she did him. She did him. It was her. They didn't do it. There was actually cuts. an article on WWE.com talking about the filming of this episode and about her doing her own stunts for the episode. Okay, fine. Book Candace Cameron Bure versus fucking Zoya the Destroyer. With Jerry O'Connell as the referee. For some reason. The... There was our TGI TWT episode. I'm not. A, I'm not a guy that watches Fuller House. My girlfriend is, and um, recently on the newest season, she apparently did like a Ninja Warrior thing, and I'm thinking, oh. like, I wonder if she did that. I bet she did. She Cause, must, because like if she's gonna do the wrestling stuff, like, why not? Shit. And she really pulled it off. She sure did. Yeah, she did a fantastic job. She looked natural, and she. Really showed up those pieces shit stunt people that were sitting up. <laughs> Especially the side. for somebody who doesn't have to do the stunts. Yeah, it really makes. She's got to be like pushing forty, right? At least. At least. I mean, she's probably in her early thirties, like Mikey and I. Oh yeah, <laughs> early thirties. Yeah, early thirties. Yeah, early. Well, what is what construes as early thirties? We've yeah, discussed. Yeah, we don't need to get into that. Yeah. Early thirties. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? What the what fuck? The fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, the next nominee on the list is turn to my right here. Mike Pava well, is gross. Well, gross Mike Pava. Yeah, Mike Pava doesn't wash his hands after pooping. <laughs> wow. We're dropping <laughs> bombs. Dropping shit on bombs right now. Yeah. Yeah. My so hands will be Wait, you get upset when I stick my dirty hands all over your face, but you don't wash your hands after a dump. Yeah, you're like, ooh, don't touch those. My beard's all in the microphone. Yeah, gross. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, ooh, don't touch my face after you touch the handrails in Boston. I just stuffed my fist up my ass to wipe my butt. <laughs> the old boxing glove. We had a lot of revelations this year about Mike Pave on Three Way yeah, Theater. That's true. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mikey, I just want to. I just want to point out that the. Uh, the Don't tr- you can't back paddle now. That these uh, synopsis that you wrote out uh, as far as. I'm what, pretty sure it was the look. what happened with the. Yeah, Mikey interjected randomly in uh-huh. the That's episode. N- not what happened. That he's like, you know what, guys, I've got something mm-hmm. I want to say. I got to get this off my dirty, dirty hands. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't wash my hands after I poop. Nope, never happened. I just want to let you guys know. Yeah, just FYI. Yeah. And not only that, I touched the rails in Boston subways and licked my hands after. <laughs> That's uh, exactly true. Yeah, what the fuck? Well, Mikey doesn't wash his hands after he poops. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Final nominee, what the fuck? Oral cupping in Oh My, oh my Zombie, Zombie Mermaid. Mermaid. The first bite is legitimately two and a half minutes of just Well, like, which is why I thought she was giving him a hickey. It was like a cupping massage with her mouth. Yeah. Yeah, she said, I'll help you relax. She's yes. like, <laughs> like, that's like, she goes, all right, I got one. I got 17 more to go. <laughs> like, that's like, it was. <laughs> and imagine that shown painfully long every single every one. Every one. Well, so. I think we all lost our minds, we right? We did. It, and it, it's it's it, it's twofold. It wasn't we didn't lose our mind until a scene later when the announcer goes, "That's brother, that's a brother sister relationship." <laughs> well, we were already pretty confused about the relationship right. as True. it stood. Once they made the confirmation. Yes. And it wasn't just oral cupping, it was topless oral cupping. <laughs> well, yeah. Yes. Of of a family member. Right. Yes. And also in a movie that had so much going on and would actively leave behind the titular zombie mermaid for 40 minutes at a time, this scene slowed down to a crawl. It was like a 12-minute extended cupping sequence. Yeah, it went on way too long. You could see the sweat pooling in the corners of her mouth. Ugh. Oh, what the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, my lord. 
right. Well, let's, let's uh, present our for our <laughs> next presenter, JCE. Hey, you know, all, well, all our other presenters all canceled. Yeah. So like, I'm just pretty much, you know, I'm just it's trying like, to do yeah, the best that I can. We could have asked uh, like some of our guests, like Scott Hall or yeah, any of those guys. But yeah, it's too late. It's it, we're past it. It's in our format sheet now. So yeah, so we're just gonna run with it. Yeah, I'm gonna walk with it though. Um, I can carry you with it. Oh, thanks. So, in the third place, with 15% of the vote, Undertaker's Puppet Jubilee. Okay, okay. In second place, with 23% of the vote, Oral Cupping. What's going to top Oral Cupping? And with 54% of the vote... Animal Abuse in Paradise Oh, Alley. Mikey didn't even make the top wow. Nope, just kidding. Mike Pave is gross. Oh, That's the winner. Swerve. <laughs> now, by all rights, Animal Abuse should be number one. But, uh... Yeah! We're now presenting Mike Pave with his, his peacock award right uh, there. I'd like to thank... Um, I'd like to thank your gullibility and stupidity uh, for believing that I don't wash my hands after I poop. We're really running long for time. <laughs> this is my, my second uh, award uh, here at the Peakies, and I'm very excited, and I'm looking to make it a third next year. Oh, okay. How much grosser can I get? He's looking to three-peacock it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what the fuck, ladies and gentlemen? Thank what you. What the fuck? Like, it's not just Jake and I that thought you were gross. Like, yeah. 54% of the vote yeah. believed you're a fucking gross motherfucker. The thousands and thousands of voters said that you're gross. Right. Absolutely. This, this peaky's beautiful. Yeah, you know? Uh-huh. I mean, all our peakies are beautiful. That's true. Well, you know, we had to revert to getting actual peacock words because the first year... Jake invested in a lot of Pekingese dogs. Right. And then I left them in JC's trunk open, and then they got stolen. They got stolen. All got stolen. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Oh, man. Well, guys, one of my favorite categories, the Peacock Awards, the best song of the year. Oh, I'm excited. A lot of strong contenders this year. I think every year, like because the mu, the, I think the one thing I've discovered while we've been watching these movies over the years is that the music is always fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Going back to Sha Na Na, yeah, the the one of the first titular songs. Yep, Kick, an American Way. No, Kicks. Oh, sorry, they didn't even have the titular song. Though. I know, but I'm just saying that they were the, nominated. The music on Three Way Theater right. is always like it's one of the best things about it. Yeah, Push by Kicks. All right, so let's take a look at our nominees for Best Song of the Year. Up first, Too Close to Paradise by Sylvester Stallone. Too close to paradise <laughs> and too close to hell. Uh, yeah, I figured he'd just, he'd just splice it in. Yeah, we are. I mean, yeah, we're going to. I don't think we need to It's too hard to tell. <laughs> no, I'm still going to do it anyway. <laughs> Very good job, Lumberjake. <laughs> uh, our next nominee, the theme from Muggsy's Girls or Delta Pi. 
just the theme. Is I don't even know who wrote it, but I yeah. believe it was performed by Laura Branigan. No, not not that song. Yeah. No. Yeah. She was a. It man. was a man that was. <laughs> 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 you go. Oh, you're right. When you're right, you're right. Uh, that's a little bit of a banger. It's an undercar. That's an underdog. Yeah. Let's have a party tonight. Yeah. The next nominee, it was the TGIF medley by Rockapella. It's Friday night, and the mood is right. We're gonna have some fun, show you how it's done, TGIF. Yeah. Good old Rockapella. Do it, Rockapella. Rockapella. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? That was not on the show. That was Rockapella, though. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. I don't think that was Rockapella when yes, we it did. was. No, no, the one we oh. did. It may not oh. have been Rockapella. No, that that was like just the theme song of Carmen Sandiego. Yeah. Yeah. Which was by Rockapella. All right. Moving on. The next nominee. <laughs> <laughs> um Azul Atomico. That song rocks. That it's song going. did rock. Yeah, it. Uh, I love how it was playing over the. It it was playing over like the DVD trailer, and we realized that it told the entire story of the movie. <laughs> uh-huh. It's perfect. Well, well, even in a subpar film, the music fucking killed. It was rocking. Yeah, they uh, spent all their movie, all their uh, money on movie, on <laughs> right? Music. The budget yeah. went straight to the soundtrack. Having a stroke. <laughs> Don't know. And our final nominee, the Hey Dude theme from Hey Dude. Hey Dude. It's a little wild and a little strange when you make your home out on the range. Start your horse and come along. Great song. You know, it it was really that song that inspired the Hey Jude thing and just all Mm -hmm. that stuff, so it really deserved a nomination. Oh, yeah. Plus, Hey Dude's a fantastic theme song. It is a little wild and a little strange living life out on the range. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's see what we got here. Third place with 8% of the vote. Muggsy's Girls theme. Ooh. Muggsy's Girls. I wish that I had Muggsy's Girls. Why can't I find a Muggsy like that? (laughs) (laughs) We're like this all the time. So. I have a three-way tie for second. Wow. Three-way tie on three-way theater. Uh I love it. 15% of the vote each for Hey Dude. Okay. Azul Atomico. Okay. And Too Close to Paradise. Wow. With 46% of the vote in first place. The TGIF medley by wow. Rockapella. Wow. Good job, guys. Wow. I mean, I think Stallone was robbed. I agree. I agree. Although, I'm going to throw it out there. I voted for Azul Atomico. That is such a good song. I was having I was having Ashley listen to that, and she couldn't... Well, that's my girlfriend. And she couldn't wrap Brag. her head around how many different style changes that the song went through. <laughs> it starts one thing, and then it ends up another, and then it ends up another. It's like... 
It's impressive. Yeah. It has as many transitions as Rockapella during the medley. <laughs> For sure. Oh, man. All right, guys. We're getting into the thick of it here. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Alan Thick. <laughs> T-H-I-C-C. Yep, Alan Thick. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, this was probably one of their most hotly contested uh, categories. Best guest host. Oh, geez. Now... This is gonna cause trouble. This is mm-hmm. listen. All the all the guest hosts just fighting with each other. <laughs> you know that nobody can get along. All you know, the guest hosts were nominated except for AG. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he should be a better guest host. He can get nominated. <laughs> <laughs> just putting it out there. You know he was he was so nice to us uh, a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Friend of the show. Sure. Friend of the show. Green. I'm wearing his free Zubaz right yeah, now. Yeah, he has not taken them off no. in weeks. <laughs> I made the same joke. <laughs> um, yeah, joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good one, guys. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, Anthony, we love you, and we appreciate everything you've done for us. <laughs> but um, just be better. Be a better guest host. <laughs> so let's take a look at those that were nominated. <laughs> All right. So first nominee. We have uh, Todd Harris. Go ahead. Yeah, Todd. yeah. Todd's very fired what up about the that. fuck with this match? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like what? Like you have a fucking like Morton starts firing up and everything. Next thing you know, oh no, you he, don't. Oh, he's like, oh no, you don't. Hits him with a DDT. I'm like, wow, <laughs> they just finished the last match with a DDT, and now we're just hitting it out of nowhere for a fucking cutoff. <laughs> No, for nothing, right after that, then we get a razor's edge, which later on in the show is being used as another fucking finish. So, there's that. You make many good points, Todd. And then... He's making very logical points. he's very angry about it. No, I like it. He's fired up. I like the fire. He's firing up like Ricky Morton tried to. (laughs) (laughs) Which was awful, by the way. Oh, the ever... The ever-present Dan Spivey hater. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, he was uh, with us for WCW Super Brawl. Classic. And um, I think he did a pretty good job, you know, he, uh, yeah. for a younger guy coming in there and watching an older show. And, um, uh, I enjoyed seeing some or listening to some of his reactions to like Oz. <laughs> yep. Yep. And, uh, Danny Which he Spider. loved. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He was all about it. Uh, Johnny B. Bad. Mm hmm. Yeah. No, it was, uh, it was very interesting to see him review such an old show. Yeah. Um, our next nominee, I believe he did the WWF Royal Rumble episode with us this year. Royalty Rui Patello. La, winner of la, last, last year's, year's award. Yes. He was last year's Peacock winner for best guest host. Rui Patello, when, a few years back when the Royal Rumble was in Boston, Massachusetts, <laughs> I believe some of the local yeah, wrestling the fans, they believed in their heart of hearts that Rui Patello was going to be one of the 40 men entered in the Royal Rumble that yeah. year. Hard pass. You broke their hearts. You broke their hearts just like that time you revealed you didn't know how to speak Portuguese. (sighs) Gulp. Can he do it again? I don't know. Yeah, the uh, royalty himself. He's uh, he's always a strong contender because he's he fits right into us and he's not afraid to uh, interject his opinions. Right. Well, I mean, he's been really waiting for one of us to die so he can take over like <laughs> this, the third seat on the show. He tried to poison me, but he didn't feed me enough poison. <laughs> yeah. I ate an entire apple pie full of cyanide. <laughs> it just wasn't enough to be a body weight. Just... You've become immune to it. Yeah. Like, now you just <laughs> you just like the taste, poison. Now yeah. it tastes weird without it. 
Oh, our next nominee, another <laughs> returning host, Riot Kellen Thomas. Ah, go get him. And our special guest for today is... Oh, I do this myself? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Kellen. Ryan oh, hey. Thomas. <laughs> That's all I get. K-E-L-L-A-N. Yes, for those of you wondering. I get it. I, I get it wrong all the Are time. Are you disclaimering right now? Today at Panera, it was I-N. <laughs> Kellen. Kellen. Just, I, whatever. I'm, I'm, I've I'm, stopped correcting people in eighth grade. Dis- agree to disagree. You correct me nonstop. Kellen. Except for Lumberjake. <laughs> Except for Lumberjake. <laughs> Kellen's on the bus. WrestleMania Act 7. Classic. One of, uh, uh, one of my favorite episodes, uh, just because it was such a great show, so many matches to discuss. Well, you already know my love of the WrestleMania X7. Oh, yeah, the, 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 finale, series, the finale. series finale of the WWF. Yep. But Kellen brought, always brings a lot to the table, yeah. including the Domino's pizza he got for us that night. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> late night delivery to the TWT STD. And our next nominee, uh, making his debut on the show, <laughs> Mr. Buddy Christ himself. Buddy Christ. Buddy Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the two the two other songs I can remember, one obviously is Natural Born Killers. Yeah. Because they played it consistently and thoroughly every time New Jack even made an appearance. And the other one, which is just hilarious that they played all the time, was Desperado. Yes, yeah. Terry Funk. Funk. He'd come out to Desperado, and I'm like, yeah, it's... Yeah? Like, are we cheering this? Like, Why don't, don't you come through your senses? Been out riding fences for so long now. Woo! Hard one. Oh, you know you're terrifying. You better kick Raven's ass and then retire 20 times. All right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Um, there was a. We were definitely at peak giggles during uh, this. We were definitely at peak giggles during this podcast because <laughs> we were. It was up late. We were drinking. We were having fun. Uh, mm-hmm. We got the debut of Gay Taz. That's yeah, true. Gay Taz made his debut. We introduced Gay Taz to the universe, and yeah. you know we're better for it. I love Gay Taz. If Gay Taz was the one that was nominated, it would have won in a walk, Landslide. like easy. Oh, more like a mudslide. Oh. <laughs> Oh, uh, our next nominee, <laughs> also making his debut on Best in Show, he helped us review SummerSlam '92. Mr. Adam, Adam Salzer. Now you say you say he's fully dressed. Now he he says that anyone who knows him knows that he's always ready for any kind of action. So my guess, okay, completely nude under that robe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, that's my guess. Okay. Plain ride from that's hell, Ric Flair. That kind of action. <laughs> that's my guess. All right. Okay, you know that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> And not only that, he was the Sean Mooney to your Diana Smith. <laughs> That's right. And uh, I think he did a phenomenal job as Sean Mooney. He was a great Sean Mooney. Yes. And uh, he made his long, long anticipated debut. He had yes. been waiting a while. We actually made him wait like an extra month and a half before we promised a well, recording. It That's wasn't true. our fault, though. No, it wasn't. It was Chris Sullivan's fault. Yes. <laughs> not that Chris but Sullivan. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> um, our next uh, nominee, uh, one of my favorites, CPA. So, like, a kind of a weird side note to that. Uh, a guy I know was in a match, like a multi, uh, multi-man tag team match involving Nikolai Volkov about two, three years ago. And Nikolai was—it was the main event. Nikolai was set to go over. 
So I said, oh, Nikolai, what do you want, you know, what, what move do you want to win with? And he said, rolling senton. <laughs> and he won with a rolling senton. What? Nikolai Volkov trying to get another TV run. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm going to show these kids how to work. Ah, oh, the abominable CPA. CPA, such a trooper, uh, stayed up with us. Till like 4 a.m. The sun was up. The sun was up, yeah. It was, uh, and we made him watch Heroes of Wrestling. Made him watch so. Heroes of Wrestling. He was watching Heroes of Wrestling that night <clears throat> into watching it. He had to watch the main event. He had still. to do it in like 13 separate segments to make it through. Can't blame him. Luckily, <laughs> there was 13 separate matches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the abominable CPA, and then he... Uh, made his long trip trek home. Uh, you may also know him from the Off the Hop Rope podcast. Yeah, nice right. plug. Nice I plug. should yeah. plug Adams too. You, I was. I mean, yeah. What is it? Off the <laughs> Hop Rope. <laughs> it's the, it's um, the Nitro podcast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he watches Nitro because he never had a chance to watch Nitro as a kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now he watches him. I solid, wish, solid I wish plug. I knew how to find it. Yeah, solid plug. Just, just uh, look up Adam Salzer on iPod, iPod Tunes. <laughs> iPod Tunes. <laughs> All right, our final nominee, uh, returning to Best in Show in a three-way theater for some reason. For some reason, we keep on trying to push him away with the, the shows we have in review. Kevin Castro. Kevin Castro. <laughs> He's gonna dip his balls Whoa! in it. <laughs> the last time I was here, yes. Mm-hmm. Which was, was that a year ago, two years ago? A year ago. A year ago. And you guys had the votes. Yes. Did I garner, is that a word? Did I did I get the Did least? you win best host? No, oh. no. There was a there was the contest of like the, the best yeah. yeah. Best rotating fourth. Yes. Was I in the bottom of that? Um well I'm gonna take that as a big fact. It's yes. entirely possible. I'm not saying you didn't get any votes, but like did you not even vote for yourself? I didn't vote for myself. Yeah, that's usually <laughs> yeah. a big mistake. So usually. all you people that didn't vote, I hope your Wi Fi goes out <laughs> and I hope you don't know it and your data plan <laughs> explodes. Well I Kevin Castro's another guy who's not afraid to really get in there with us. No, and, uh, he gets oh, our yeah. sense of humor too. Yep. He's very uh, he goes with the flow, he has fun. He w- had to watch Wow, wow, <laughs> wow unleashed. unleashed. Well, the first time around, we made him walk, watch Insurrection, two thousand and three, uh, and then <laughs> followed it up with the historic first ever all women's pay per view. Yep. Uh, not Evolution, we mean no, no, no. Wow Unleashed. Wow Unleashed, yep. the best women's pay per view. <laughs> Self taught, no less. <laughs> um, really going to try to work on getting an interview with Dave McLean this year. I think it'd be a great idea. That would be amazing. I mean, you got to promote the new Wow Regis. It's back in Pog form. What? Yep. I bet Wow Pog. <laughs> Me too. All right. Let's see who's walking away with this prestigious peaky. And let's see who's walking away with their feelings hurt. <laughs> in third place, we have a tie with 17% each. CPA and Riot Kellen Thomas. Okay. Congratulations to the both of you. Third place. In second place with 22% of the vote, Buddy Christ. (laughs) (laughs) And in first place with 46% of the vote, Rui Batal. Two years in a row. Look at that. Two years in a row. Good job. Congratulations, Rui. Rui did it. Does he know that he won yet? I mean, he knows now. Now that he's coming yeah. up to... No, don't come on stage. No, 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 just no, no, no. It's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. just brought the Chinese food and he's not coming up. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, Ruby, you want to come? No, no. Scotty Vegas, stay away from the shrimp. <laughs> oh, no. 
Um, congratulations, Rui. Yeah, Rui once again two-time Peacock Award wow. winning. I'm Rui not going to reveal who I voted for because <laughs> you don't know. We can. Yeah, we're not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. I will not tell anybody I voted for Buddy Christ. But I will. I, will, <laughs> I would say that CPA got robbed. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, congratulations to all our hosts. We appreciate you. Thank you for being our fourth. <laughs> All right, we are now into the home stretch. Wow, we have the final award. Final, well, the final three awards. The, the three final biggest, award. the big three, the big three, the big three way. Ooh, right. So, um, you know, obviously we review pro wrestling movies here on Three Way Theater. We've also done TV shows, but we created a thing that we kind of just want to review the wrestling events, the yes. best in show or match of the night. Yes. Or five star classic, five star classic, classic, whatever it may be, and uh, we have a lot of fun with it. That's when we get to bring our guest hosts on, and it's always a good time. Yeah. So, what are our nominees for best best in show this year? <sighs> Man, so we have WCW Super Brawl nineteen ninety one. We have Beach Blast ninety three. Which was a pretty great. It was a Masters of the Power Bomb. Uh, one yeah. of the things I loved best about that was when we got to watch the uh, the vignette of oh the mini movie the mini movie of the Masters of the Power Bomb and uh, British Bulldog and Sting and Cheatham the Evil Leprechaun. Well, not to be uh, for the for the Super Bowl ninety one that also had Arn Anderson versus Bobby Eaton. That was a fucking that was a hell of a match. Sure. As well as uh, was it Barry Windham versus Flying Brian or something. Oh, and it was Ric Flair versus Fujinami? It was yep. Flair and Fujinami, yep. So that was a great show. And then we had Beach Blast, which not only had the Masters of the Powerbomb match, which was phenomenal, but it also had the match with uh, Dustin Rhodes and uh, Rick Rude in the Iron Man match. Really good. Is that where he was hanging dong? Oh, he sure was. Yeah. He always was. No, but like Beach Blast has Dustin's a history of people out. hanging dong. Was. Yeah. Oh, also, we have Best Bod winner, Missy Hyatt. We really got to start yeah, her stuff yeah. on that show. Sure did. Next nominee, um, we already kind of mentioned it. It was the series finale of the World Wrestling Federation, WrestleMania Act 7. 7. Yes, featuring The Rock versus Stone Cold, the TLC Classic, the Gimmick Battle Royal. And don't forget the greatest gimmicked match ever of Shane McMahon versus Vince McMahon. Shane and Vince, the, you know. the hardcore triple threat. Yeah, Kate, Katie's favorite moment with Linda McMahon, <laughs> Linda McMahon stood up. Look, she's, she's standing. standing. <laughs> Still gives me goosebumps. Even bringing it up now makes me <laughs> excited. Um, another WWF show nominated uh, was our SummerSlam 1992. Yes, one of these matches, one of these shows that could be described as a one-match show with Bret Hart and British Bulldog. Having right, hell of a match. We uh, also have heel versus heel, uh, Shawn Michaels versus uh, Rick, Rick Martel, Martel yeah. fighting for the right for the love of Sherry Martel. And a second, uh, second baby baby match, which, unrelated. Which is <laughs> right. a second baby baby match, which was Randy Savage and Ultimate Warrior yep. having their baby baby match is really tough. Yeah, <laughs> and then we have Flair and Mr. Perfect. There, They're involved. But not if doing it much. if it happened any time other than ninety two, it would have been a triple threat match. Just didn't exist yet. Yeah. Like, didn't do those. JC uh, pegged that match at being nine minutes, and it went about a half an hour. <laughs> that, was Listen, that kind of threw me for a loop. <laughs> um, and our final nominee, Heroes of Wrestling. Oh man, every match is just as good as the last. 
<laughs> and I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> it was definitely an experience I will never, never forget. Yes, featuring the uh, main event of Jake Roberts and Yoko's Universe, King Kong Bundy and Jim the Anvil Nightheart, the work rate classic that was Julio Fantastico versus <laughs> Too Cold Scorpio. Do you call it a classic? Yeah. Right. Work rate classic. <laughs> okay. The, the uh, Samoan SWAT team taking on Tommy Rich, and, or no, uh, Tommy Rogers and Marty Janetti, the B team. Well, I know what you voted for. Not necessarily. <laughs> All right. Let's see where we landed. Let's see who's walking away with our best, best in the show. Third place with 17% of the vote. SummerSlam 92. Wow. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. In second place with 22% of the vote. Heroes of Wrestling. Ooh. Okay. And, of course, here in first place with 44% of the vote, WrestleMania X7. Uh, WrestleMania X7 couldn't be here tonight, excepting for them. Uh, Lumberjig. Hey, guys. I just want to thank you guys so much. I was 11 years old when this show happened. Uh, I just want to thank everyone. Uh, this is for you, Betty. Oh. Mike Favre doesn't wash his hands when he poops. <laughs> He's got the award to prove it. Papa Booey, Papa Booey, Papa Booey. <laughs> no, no, get him off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. But that was a thing. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I do remember. All right. <laughs> now it is time for the first half of our double main event. <laughs> Here on the 2018 Peacock Awards, it is time for best TV show. Right. We've had a lot of great ones here on TV. Many TV shows this weekend, this uh, this season, rather. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think that it's good for us to be able to review the TV shows in Mm -hmm. addition to the movies. Uh, Gives a little variety to things. Yeah. And it's also great to see what they do in the television format. In the short amount of time that they have. And Mikey loves a good TV show. Yeah. He loves a nice half hour block. Boom. Yep. Get the fuck out. Yeah. One and done, baby. One and done. That's why they call them one and done paver. They sure <laughs> do. That's, that, that's the reason why? Yeah. I don't know another reason why. <laughs> 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 All right. Our nominees for best TV show, we have TGITWT. It is the block of TGIF episodes we reviewed that included Family Matters, Step by Step, Boy Meets World and Fuller, Fuller House. House. Oh man, so many classic uh, episodes of all those TV shows. Like some of the biggest hitters amongst TV episodes. Like everyone knows about Boy Meets World. Everyone knows about uh, the Psycho Twins episode of Family Matters. Yeah, and I mean, we didn't really know about the step-by-step episode, but then we saw them wrestling drag. Yeah, blow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was. Uh, I I love them. I thought yeah. it was great. Uh, the next nominee we have the. Quantum Leap episode, oh Dr. Samuel Beckett traveling into the body of a professional wrestler, and another Terry Funk All-Star episode. That's right. Yeah, that was a great episode, Dr. Samuel Beckett uh, jumping into a Russian character in the 1940s, right. and he was, or was it German? What, either way. Um, Sure. Sure. Yeah. Same diff. You're right. Is that offending people? Maybe. Germans and Russians are basically the same. <laughs> 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 Sorry to our Russian and German listeners. They're both the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, next nominee, surprise nominee here, 
Beyond Belief, Fact or Fiction. Fact or Fiction starring Terry Funk. Funk. Lumberjake loves Beyond Belief, <laughs> Fact or Fiction. Yeah, he does. I really, really do. I know you do. As yeah. with JC really loves Quantum Leap. That's also true. It was the best of both worlds on that combo episode. There's a guy um, There's a guy that was on an episode of Beyond Belief. He actually was in a wrestling movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Was it? What was it? Who was it? Who was it? Yeah. It was some guy. I forget some his guy? name. Now, how come... Uh, Do you want to know wrestling movie awards? <coughs> yeah. The one and only. Oh, yeah. Oh, all interesting. Right. Interesting. Um, how, now, how come uh, Fact and Fiction and Beyond and uh, Quantum Leap are separate, but TW, uh, TWI, TWT... Because they, uh, they weren't a part of the same block. Okay. okay. Like SNCC. Okay. That's that's your answer. All right. <laughs> yep, fair <laughs> enough. That's, that's the answer you're getting. All right. Yeah. TGIF. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have more nominees than we did for best fucking oh, guest host. Oh, okay. All right, let's move on from this. <laughs> <laughs> really just fucking picking out a scab there. All right, the next scab. <laughs> the scabber. Uh-huh. Scabber loves you. Uh-huh. The scabber. Um, the next nominee, Glow. Season two, Netflix's yes. Glow. Last year's winner. And uh, it's a pri- I guess I didn't realize that, you know, season one and season two are pretty close together. Like, you know, usually I don't think we're going to see a season three coming up until probably like 2020, the earliest. So what? I don't know. If, what do you mean? There's, I mean, they haven't even started filming yet for Glow season three. And usually. Oh, why not? Well, get on that. Yeah. Get on that Netflix. What are you yeah. doing? No shit. It's like Stranger Things came out two years in a row. And then the third year they're like, oh, we're going to take a year off. Yeah. Did you see the recent videos? Those kids are hitting puberty hard. Yeah, they are. Whew. Will Byers has now called himself Bill. <laughs> 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 a kid without teeth is giving gum jobs behind the <laughs> studio. Gum jobs. <laughs> Get your gum jobs here. <laughs> all, right. Oh, all right. And our final nominee. Free Verizon as well. Oh, oh. Millie Bobby Verizon? Brown's wife had an OD in the hospital, in the uh, in the shower. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's Bobby Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> and our final nominee. <laughs> Uh, our SNCC episode, Nick at TWT, yes. that was featuring the episodes of Ren and Stimpy, Rugrats, Hey, hey Dude, Dude, Looney Tunes, uh, Fred 2, Night of the Living Night Fred, of the Living Fred. <laughs> and uh, the Tiny Tunes song, Particle Man. Particle Man. Um, so yeah, yeah, we blocked those all together, but that was fun. That was a cartoon, and obviously Hey Dude is a little more live action. Yeah, but yeah. all featuring the wrestling angle of it all. Uh, yeah. Uh, John Cena, the imaginary uh, father <laughs> the of very Fred real Figgle Fred. Yep. yep. The very real. The real actual father. So, qu- very, very quick sidebar, but I was just reading an interview on John Cena where he was talking about his movie career and how after he did the 12 Rounds movie in the first Marine, he was really antsy. Like, he wanted, he lived in an environment working in WWE where everything was, like, right then and there. You're a stuntman. You're in the ring, what, 300 days a year. He got really annoyed being on set and having to wait for these stunts to be, you know, ready to go to film, and he got really annoyed. And apparently it gave him a little bit of a bad reputation, which is why he wasn't um, cast in certain movies, like, post post. Marine. Malone. Oh. Yeah, Post Malone. <laughs> um, and it wasn't until he started filming the Fred movies that he kind of saw things for what they were, working in a comedy environment and just seeing all the crew and working hard and what they were doing. So the Fred movies really helped him appreciate the acting business and kind of put him on the path to where he is now. And now he's in Bumblebee. Where he's blowing up Bumblebee. He was in the Blockers movie yep. last year. 
And uh, yeah, just it was weird that he called out Fred specifically. <laughs> I don't know about John Cena's acting. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He was a classic as Fred, f- as Figglehorn's dad there. I think my favorite acting job John Cena ever did was on Mad TV. I don't remember him on Mad TV. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll have to cover it at some point. What? It's the Mad TV episode. Late night at TWT. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I digress. The <laughs> third place, 19% of the vote goes to TGIF. Ooh. 25% of the vote in second place. Quantum Leap. Oh, boy. Wow. Oh, boy. And in first place with 56% of the vote, Glow, Glow. Season 2. It's a Two-time li- winner. There's a little surprise there. Um, I mean, I don't think so. Glow is a smash. It was in, I yeah. mean, we loved it. So, I mean, it's not a surprise there. It was a good time. It's a Congratulations. Smash, like I'm going to smash Mikey's peaky later. Oh, no. Oh. Yep. <laughs> it's okay. I already touched but it with my dirty. But you have multiple peakies in your hands right now. That's true. I've been collecting them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We're here. This is it. It's We're the at the end. Final award. It's the final award. Nice. <laughs> oh, wow. Do that. Tr- oh, those trumpets. <laughs> oh, wow. Is that a plane flying overhead? I'm pretty oh. sure this is all copyrighted. We cannot actually do Yeah, that. we are going to get sued. And that brings us to our best movie. Speaking about getting sued, let's go to our best movie. Yeah. Wait, why are we going to get sued for best movie? Copyright infringement. Yep. To review? No, we're, we're, we're fine. Oh. <laughs> All right. Your nominees. Paradise Alley. Too close <laughs> to paradise. <laughs> um, the next nominee. Scooby-Doo in WWE Curse of the Speed Demon. Wow. Oh, is that Buddy Christ or Scooby? <laughs> <laughs> I I love in the Santa Claus when Tim Allen does the ho 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 in the voice. Ho ho ho. Good stuff. Good stuff. I love when the girl gives him soy milk because he tells her he's lactose intolerant, and then the next year she gives him soy milk. We're just talking about the Santa Claus. Now. <laughs> Welcome back to our Santa Claus podcast. <laughs> Santa Claus 3, the best one. Oh, shit. Yeah, the escape clause. <laughs> Martin Short. <laughs> Doug, Martin Short's Jack Frost. <laughs> Who saw that coming? Santa falls in love. Anyone that saw the poster. He went to an alternate timeline. Uh, Santa actually got uh, married in the second one. Oh, yeah. Oh, There's right. the marriage clause. Mm, sorry. God, all right. The next nominee. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, we, I, listen, we know all about... <laughs> Santa Claus. <laughs> Remember when Tim Allen just talked to that girl in the Santa Claus, and she's like, "I'm 300 years old." Yeah, and she's like, "He's like, oh, you're uh, you look cute for your age." She goes, "Sorry, I'm speaking to someone." <laughs> <laughs> like she's still like a child. Yeah, yeah. Let's not so even weird. talk about the dark implications of what's really going on with Santa Claus. Yeah, like that last guy got murdered, and those elves do not give a fuck. Nope. Yes, yeah, he stole his in. clothes. <laughs> what more do you need? The Santa Claus. <laughs> See, that should have been what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> the next nominee, Atomic Blue. Oh, hey, I'm going to, uh, come here, give me a hug. No, I'm going to kick you in the back. It's a great impression. Good impression, Lumberjake. Thank you. <laughs> the next nominee on the list here, Muggsy's Girls. Muggsy. Hey, yeah, yeah, great kid. It's a homegrown. Good job, Muggsy. <laughs> 
we have uh, raised the corpse of Muggsy, Ruth yeah. Gordon, brought her back to life. And our final nominee, Oh, My Zombie Mermaid. Oh, My Zombie Mermaid. Get away. Jason's stepping on his stomach <laughs> and driving it in with his heel. A regular Ichi, Jason. I'm in my clay pot. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't make your joke again. What a fucking weirdo. All right. <clears throat> in third place, with 20% of the vote, Atomic Blue. Wow. Yeah. Wow is right. <laughs> 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 You're not buying that? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Somebody flooded the voting on that one. <laughs> Clearly. Um, <laughs> in second... It's fucking, it was uh, fucking uh, Dr. Feelgood. <laughs> um, in second place with 27% of the vote, Paradise Alley. Wow. Ooh. Too close to paradise. All right, boys, here it is. All right. In first place with 33% of the vote, Scooby-Doo and WWE Curse of the Speed Demon. Are you pumped and ready? Hope you're steady. It's a mystery. Solve ourselves a mystery. I mean. That was last year's. I'm going to say that's what I voted for, and I'm happy it won. Uh, I, I, too, voted for Scooby-Doo. I voted for Muggsy's Girls. Muggsy's Girls. I may have been the only person to vote for Muggsy's Girls. You may have been. But uh, there was just something about... It got beat up by Atomic Blue by a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It sure did. (laughs) And I don't understand that at all. You are so confused by that. (laughs) I was blown away. Honestly, I... You blew away? No. (laughs) I was very surprised. And I'm actually surprised that Scooby-Doo walked away with it. I mean... To see the cartoon walk away with the best movie, it's it's great. It was a great movie. I loved it. But it was a surprise. It's like that year that cartoon movie won Best Picture at the Oscars. There you go. Yep. There you go. It's like that year. Yep. Just like that thing that happened. Yeah. Probably happened, right? Um. Yeah. yeah I think Beauty and the Beast won Best uh, Picture. That might have happened. Might That's be. the Peacock Awards. Thanks, <laughs> well, everyone. Wow. Well, that was uh, it's been a great year, guys. I think it has, and uh, we can only top it. Did with you say uh, you think it hasn't? I didn't say. I anything. said I think it has, and we mm. can definitely Monkey. top it this coming season. What? Now, this upcoming season, I mean, we're going to take a little bit of time off, a couple weeks. No, I mean it's pretty much going to be the regular schedule, but we're you yeah, know we're going to take a little sabbatical. Oh, great, we're taking some time off. Awesome. No, no, if we take time off, this is over. With. <laughs> like if we said we'll come back to this, we'll circle back. No, there will be no circling back. Okay, we're back from our sabbatical, guys. Wow, we're back. Um, so what are we going to be doing after after well, the new year? In in just a couple of weeks, here we're going to be kicking off our next big episode, our 2019 kickoff. The one and only. We promise. No, no, it's finally happening. I don't know. I don't know. Nope, it's happening. We, you've said that so many times, it's lost all meaning. Yeah, I did. I, I was mentioning before we went on the air that I was listening to episode three, and we had talked about doing the one and only, and here we are now on episode 36. <laughs> Talking about doing the one and, <laughs> and only. And I promise you that episode 37 coming up, it's going to be finally the Henry Winkler opus. <laughs> The one and only. The Henry Winkler, Mr. Feeney opus. <laughs> uh-huh, yep. 
I can't wait. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. And we got so much coming up in the new year. Oh, my God. What, what do we got? We you got won't believe it. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. huge. Fan I mean, fest. Coming up in the summer, we got the fan fest fan and Hall of Fame fest. ceremony, which is going to be great. We're going to get kicked out. We're going to have the fan horn going. Fan, fan, fan. <laughs> we got a lot of cool things. We're going to talk about it. We're going to see you there. Yeah, we're going to be handing out hand horn, ham, ham horns to everyone. I'm just going to hand out hams to Rui. Yep. Con- uh, congratulations to all those that were nominated and all yeah. those that won in their respective categories. If you poop without washing your hands, you get 5% discount. What? Darn right. <laughs> 5% discount on what? Certain restaurants. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lem- you know, conditions do apply. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love JC. I love Virginia. I'm Mike Pava. This has been... Three-way theater presents the Peaky Awards. Woo, see you next year. Woo. That'll hold him over. <laughs> <laughs>